you getting yourself ready for our show? Bobby Rose Beef, Jigs and Bigs. It's another Tuesday, man. We have an interesting one for you guys. Let's talk. Uh, what, what's happening? A lot. A whole lot, actually. Uh, we have, uh, well, a couple of things. I, I finally got on the water and fished with uh, with Elise. We'll talk about that because the shit show is coming, and it's coming at you with a vengeance. We have uh, a huge update on some occurrences over the weekend with Sean the Fisherman as far as his uh, exploits on the water, if you will. Uh, we also have, oh, let's see, we have a, a Fuck This Guy segment for you. I believe we have uh, some, some technical tips for you as well. Plus, um, something interesting happened. And we're going to cover exactly what that was in just a bit. But we'll, we'll get into that. I mean, this is really, really, like, unorthodox here. Don't go too far. We'll be back right after this, guys. Alrighty, guys. Bobby Roast Beef here. It is. Uh, it's officially. It's. It's a brand new week and a brand new show. Sean, how are things? Man, how are things, Bobby? <laughs> I, I don't know how to quite answer that right now. Things are. Things are in another another universe, possibly another galaxy, solar. So I have no fucking idea. They're all right though. They're so. I, I need to, I feel like we kind of need it before we recap the week or anything. I want to just tease what uh, our, our listeners have to look forward to in the, uh, we're, we're going to drop this little thing that we recorded in the segment that would be uh, where we would have an interview. And, and actually we, uh, I have to reshoot. Uh, I have to redo uh, one of those interviews that we have coming up with. So it actually works out perfectly that this like just sort of occurred, but so Fell out, fell out of the sky, if you will, dropped out of Mother Russia. Apparently, yeah. so so Sean and I often uh, like to, to to reveal kind of like some of like what's going on here. Sean and I often will do like Zoom meetings and stuff, um, and we'll we'll just discuss production ideas and stuff like that. Come up with show stuff for like down the road, and then like a lot of what we've been working on. Honestly, I'm going to share that with you guys too. A lot of it has to do with events. Like a lot of it lately has had to do with events trying to get out there and do some more really good stuff. But while we're in the middle of this, the phone rings with an international phone call from someone whom we haven't heard from in a little while. Um, and uh, it gets it gets a little weird. I started recording on this. I normally don't record this stuff, but once I saw this coming in, and you guys will hear everything from the beginning of that because we, we cut out everything that we recorded. We'll drop the whole thing for you, so... That's coming up in a little bit. I will tell you this much, that uh, it is a phone call from uh, the MIA, Howie the intern, um, and his Russian counterpart. So it it gets a little nuts, and it goes way off the... Like, there's... We may need to have lawyers come and talk with us and like kind of see like what kind of role we play, if anything, or how to separate ourselves from it, because it, it, could, it could be bad. Uh, so anyway, that's coming up, guys. <laughs> 
Tell you who's going to need a lawyer. It's going to be Howie. He owes us some money. Oh, yeah, he does. Uh, uh, he does. Yeah, a good yeah. amount of money. And I mean, let alone the crimes that have been that been have been occurring regularly. But man, man has a lot to answer for. He does. He truly does. So, uh, you know, uh, for those that are that are listening, by the time this is released, uh, Memorial Day weekend will have come and gone. And uh, I hope you guys uh, en- enjoyed the long, long weekend. Remember the reason why, uh, you know, this is such a special day, you know, um, and and all that. Now, for those of you that are in certain parts of the country, like Rashawn and I are, this weekend sucked balls. I mean, weather-wise, like... Yeah, weather-wise, it was rough, absolutely rough. Uh, a couple, a couple of things. Well, I had a wedding over the weekend that I had to uh. work. First one, and first wedding in quite some time. And I've been looking at the at the weather the, the whole week, and I'm like, I was just dreading how it was going to go. And actually, the rain stuck around even longer. But the worst part was the cold and the wind. Man, keeping people like entertained for that long, what a challenge. But it was an amazing wedding. At the end of the day, absolutely amazing. And I got I got sir, we'll cover that stuff later. Should we just jump in and review the week? Let's do it, man. We 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 worked very hard on developing a new format yeah, for everyone. And, I like um, it. We think we we think we're we're pulling our socks up as far as the show goes. So Yeah. That's the yeah, idea. So let's let's do it. Let's talk, man. Let's talk. I I know I have a lot to speak of. Let's talk. Let's talk to you first. What do we got, Bobby? Let's talk see what, what what went down next week. I know I'm forgetting stuff. I'm thinking from Tuesday. What happened on Monday? Anything happened on Monday? What the hell happened on Monday? So we recorded for last Sunday, which worked out really well. Like it was fantastic. Um, Monday, did I fish at all? I don't think that I did. Or if I did. That's right. Monday we had some crazy weather. It was crazy hot. There were tornado warnings um, in parts. Of, I think I think in parts of the western part of the state. It was just it was crazy. I did fish for a little bit. Um, totally like fruitless. Nothing nothing good going on. But uh, I did go out also Tuesday and uh, went over to uh, went up to Wachusett. I haven't been there since the, my my last venture. Um, and what a like completely different situation you know handed of cards i was dealt because not only was it like gorgeous it was also uh like warm as hell i mean it was great and i was finally getting out to fish with elise and we had a blast whole lot of fun she is a riot but uh she outfished the hell out of me she caught a a large mouth she caught a small mouth and then she caught a number of what I referred to as piss clams. Um, piss clams. Piss clams. But they are, you know, they're freshwater mussels. And it was it was fantastic. We had a great time. In fact, I had a, a little conversation about uh, about my, my outing there and the specific spot uh, with uh, Sticky Fred. So it was pretty pretty cool, you know. I mean, he he was actually the one that tipped me off to that going to that one spot, and I was like, "This is awesome!" <laughs> you know, it's a great area. So we had a good time. That was a lot of fun. Um, Tuesday, I got back into town, started my week for for trivia for work, and uh, Wednesday I did a lot of prep work. Uh, what I do, what I did for that was it, it, this happens like every wedding season after the winter and everything when things really kind of slow down, and I pick it back up. I'm kind of like, all right, yeah. So do I have all my ducks? in a row got to get everything and i block out too much time 
kind of, you know, I'm, I'm like, yeah, all right, whatever, you know. So, so that was that was Wednesday. I had gone and and um, you know done all my database stuff, done all the prep work for the wedding and everything, and kind of got stuff together, gathered equipment, doubled and triple checked to make sure that things were working the way that they should. All that stuff. So that was that was my day on uh, on Wednesday. But then Thursday, I had the idea that I would go out and I would try out this GoPro. I picked up a uh, GoPro Hero Seven Black off the recommendation of many uh, of our of our uh, Instagram followers, and a, a lot of them said, you know, if you're going to go uh, with a GoPro, that most people in the poll that I had thrown out there had said I should go GoPro versus anything else. But then I said, if I do something else aside from GoPro, make some suggestions. And there were some good ones, but I I got this. I got a deal. I couldn't pass up. I just couldn't pass up, and uh, so. This doesn't mean that, you know, Jigs and Bigs on YouTube is going to be like any other, like, you know, general fishing video, though that's kind of what I filmed because I realized on Thursday I had the time go out and do a little bit of fishing and uh, wired up the GoPro, got everything all set, tried some stuff out and, you know, put together a little video. So and the reason why I did that video is primarily to kind of practice uh, editing and get you know a system down. So I think I have to have something. It's, I have a good base. Let's say we I, we have a good base going forward. So what does this mean for jigs and bigs? Well, it means that we're going to have a visual component um, in the form of like bonus content, teasers, things like that. But it also there's something that I've always really wanted to do is fish with listeners. You know, either with listeners or conduct interviews. Um, with with guests while out fishing. So especially if they're in the Northeast, this allows me to do that. So what what's happening is we're uh, I'm, I'm buying a uh, external mic system for this and I'm using a new wireless uh, mic system from Rode so that I can mic myself and the guest and we can either bank fish or boat fish or even be on our kayaks and then conduct an interview. So this doesn't have to be visual because, you know, Sean, that recorder that you used went for the uh, ice fishing tournament is ideal. You know, load that sucker up, let it rip, go do the interview. You know, just all you have to do is be in earshot of one another and have the interview. It's awesome. I think it could add a little extra twist. But one thing that's very cool, too, is that now this allows me to record video uh, and have like a component for, you know, maybe outtakes, stuff like that, you know. And then when we do events and things. So I think it could be a whole lot of fun. So that was Thursday. Uh, you know, I, I kind of feel good. I, I started using a, uh, an app called Splice to edit, and I like it so far. Cool, man. Yeah, uh, I, I like saw it. the video you did so far. It looked really, really good. Uh, my my daughter watched it, and she's just like, "Did you use some kind of filter? Because it's like super green and like super vibrant." And I was like, "Yeah, I did." Yeah, I was like, I just wanted to try it out and see what it looked like. I was like, "Yeah, made made things look a little bit more lush, I think, than they actually were." But. I do need to play with the camera placement. I like using the because you know, like I when I whenever I fish, I like a lanyard for like wire snips and identifier and all that stuff. It's all right there on my neck. So I was using a hat cam, and I think I have to play with the angle a little bit more because I felt like when I did catch that fish, it was at the like the very bottom of the screen, like over over here, like super low, and it, I didn't really get it into the frame that well. So. There's a couple of things I got to play with, you know, I want to figure out some looping mode, but, but compared to my old GoPro, dude, this has one of the coolest features, um, which is voice command. 
Oh, yeah. So when it's up on my hel- on my hat like this, and I'm I'm wearing it, and I you know want to start or stop or power up, it'll it'll just do it. It's it's pretty cool. I was like, oh, that's kind of awesome. So you had that uh, you had that on your hat the other day too, right? Yep, that's exactly what it was. Yeah, awesome. Well, no, it looked great, man. I saw I saw the video. I was impressed. Money Thanks, well spent, Matt. dude. I appreciate it. Yeah, I think this is going to be a whole lot of fun, and and I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh, as far as what Friday, did I fish it all on Friday? No, Friday was moving a lot of gear around and stuff, and loading up the truck and getting things all in order. Did uh, trivia Friday night. Came home, got a good night's sleep. Woke up the next day and uh, you know dotted all the eyes, crossed the T's, and you know got things ready and. Hit it out of the park, man, for my first wedding in a while. But I'll tell you, man, if there, if I have one thing that like really grinds my gears, and this is minute, <laughs> minute. Um, so I do when it comes to the wedding industry, I do two things. I, I DJ, and as time goes on, I'm slowly going to start stepping away from that. I'm probably going to bring somebody on to do the receptions and stuff. Um, so I DJ and MC, and I also um, I I'm an officiant. I marry people, you know. Uh, so I'm a little bit more critical of all other officiants. <laughs> like anytime I've done a ceremony. So I for this, I use that JBL Eon, that uh, battery powered unit. And remember, I told I told you this is going to work great for the show because when we're doing events or something like that, we can now have a compact battery powered PA system that runs. And they make a claim that that battery runs for like up to 12 hours. And it ran from, I think I had it up and running from three until I think I shut it off at about eight thirty or nine, and Holy shit. it was it used ten percent of its battery capacity. <laughs> wow! Yeah. We could also uh, we could also have somebody stand up in the back of my pickup truck, and we could just yell obscenities at the top of our lung at passerby as we drive around the uh, neighborhoods. I assume that was a given. <laughs> <laughs> I figured as much. You know, you know, maybe maybe when when uh, Alexi and uh, and Howie come stateside, that we can make it a group outing. You know, dude. Put a Those giant animals. Jigs and Bigs flag in the back of your truck and, you know, sweet. Jigs and Bigs flag. It'd be like Blues Brothers just exactly. with us. Oh, my God. Oh, man. So that was that was it for me. I was I was kind of debating the idea of getting out to fish today, but I'll, I'll be honest with you. Like, with the temps in the high 40s and the rain, I'm like, no. Plus, I'm dead. I had a conversation with Cody. I wore a brand new pair of shoes thinking I was going to find, like, the pair for yesterday's wedding and two things i had to order a wide size because they didn't have my size in a standard size not a big deal but matt just like no support whatsoever i my left leg is killing me so i, I didn't want to get out of bed this morning i was like yeah nope nothing well i could i 13 could, uh, hours I'll, on I'll your get- feet we'll do that <laughs> I'll I'll get to the weather about today in a minute. <laughs> oh yeah, well yeah, I, that's that's what I'm curious about. Was were you experiencing the same shit that I was here? Probably worse. It was fucking awful. Oh but okay. Let me tell you. Let me go to my week first. Let's, so let's break down your week. Yes. Re- real easy. I didn't fish this week because I had a lot of shit going on. On Thursday, I got my second COVID vaccine. So. Mm-hmm. That was a that was a real blast. My arm hurt a little bit on Thursday, and then I just braced myself for Friday, and that pain just it just radiated, dude. It sucked. So the whole left side of my body hurt. Yep. Flashes of pain all over the place all day Friday. Luckily, I had scheduled and did not cancel an acupuncture appointment. And my acupuncturist, I told her, 
hey, I'm having some problems with the left side of my body. You know, my arm is in particular a lot of pain. You know, it's from the COVID shot. She said, okay, hold on. She put a needle right in my shoulder and said, this should help. I felt that thing shoot a sensation all the way into my fingernails, yeah. which I have never felt before. You ever felt your fingernails? <laughs> I mean, aside from getting a hook into the backside of Oh, one. yeah. I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> getting intimate with a yellow perch uh, with a crankbeat in between us. It was kind of like Lady and the Tramp. I assume it's a similar feeling. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was good times. So uh, <laughs> we, uh, I, I, <laughs> I was pretty fucking miserable Friday. Saturday, I felt a lot better. And that, that seems, you know, it seems like everyone's got different, uh, different symptoms of this or different reactions to this, to the vaccines. Yep. Um, I got the Moderna one. I know a lot of people have had the Pfizer one and it seems like the Pfizer one's a little tamer. Um, I don't know. The VA had the Moderna. I didn't really have a choice. I got my ass kicked. So I dealt with that. Excuse me. But um, for this weekend, I had my, my second round knockout tournament matchup one-on-one scheduled with, one of the best fishermen in the region, if not the country, Derek Brundle. Mm-hmm. And what normally happens is when you set these things up with somebody, you, you get randomly assigned a, your first round draw. You've got to call them up, see where they live, tell them where you live. Yep. It's general etiquette to schedule it. Uh, you know, obviously on day you're both available, but at a place that is an equal or close to equal drive, or you can work something out say, yeah. Hey, tell you what, um, I'll drive to you. Let me pick the place. Yeah. That way, that's that way you're giving them pre-fishing or, you know, whatever you want to work out. Some guys are real easy about it. Say whatever, I'll go anywhere. Um, you know, I try to go with that halfway rule. So for the past, the past four years or however long I've been doing this, yep. I have used the a one site in Westboro, which is out on the, it's in between Worcester and Boston for, you know, that's, that's a real general generalization, but it's closer to Worcester for those of you uh, not in Massachusetts. Uh, it's a flooded reservoir of timber where it's deadly timber because the waves and the wind have worn these stumps down to spikes from something out of a Tomb Raider video game or an Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. It's, it's bad. It's no joke. No, the back end of that place is, is death. So these stumps will hurt you if you go in and, being in the the perfect spot where it, it's almost almost where Route 495 running north to south and Route yep. 90 meet, a lot of people that are in this tournament tend to live on the the, the southern side of the 495 corridor. So I I always say, look, you know, a one's right there. Let's go fish it. There's fish there. That place pumps out 17 and 18 inch fish, so it's always competitive. You know, you don't want to go someplace where you know, like my first round matchup. We tried somewhere new, and it just Myself and Steve O'Brien didn't really have a good time. It was all it was Nibblerville. Yeah. So when I, you know, when I had met up with him afterwards, I, I you know, I had said this on a show of whatever it was a month ago. I had three 13-inch fish and I said, Oh man, please tell you know what's going on? Did you not have single? He goes, I haven't caught any. <laughs> it was awful. That's right. I remember that. It yeah. was awful. I, I I had no idea. I just said, Well, it's near the, you know, it's in between the both of us. Yeah. Um, so I went to a, I asked Derek if he was okay with a one and Derek is a, you know, he's a pretty easy going guy. He wants to fish anywhere. He's, you know, tell me where I'll be there. He says, so we picked sun. Uh, we were initially, we picked a few weeks ago and then, uh, we had to reschedule. So we rescheduled yep. to Sunday and, uh, today is Sunday. So we met at five o'clock in the morning. 
we got out on A1. It had not started downpouring yet. And uh, it was cold, so I actually had the wetsuit on. It was it was under the the rule of the rule of one twenty came back into effect. Oh yeah, it did. And in May, how was, that that hardly happens, but it is yeah. yeah, it is weird. The the water was at sixty, and the air was at. I think when we got on the water, it was a mid forties. Yep, it was cold. And uh, like I said, the back half of that pond is pretty covered in stumps, but but in the in this time of year, it gets covered in, in like I don't know if it's hydrilla, milfoil, a really really thick weed. Yep. And I've, I hit two spots that I like to hit at the front end of the pond real quick. And Derek had made, had made his way back to the back end. By the time I got to the back end to check it out, he already had two 17-inch fish on the board. I'm like, oh, shit. I just put one of the best fishermen <laughs> that I've ever met or yep. shared a body of water with on a factory of fish. And I'm like, oh, shit. What have I done? So Derek's doing his thing. And... Then this is where I had problems. My I, I had mentioned that my rudder had given me some problems on the uh, on the KBF tournament last weekend. It happened again. The, the the lines loosened up, and my rudder was dead. On top of that, the back end of the pond was so choked with weeds, I had to yank the pedal drive up. Otherwise, I wasn't going anywhere. Otherwise, it was an anchor. Yep. So my my body still had a little bit of healing to do from this shot and would did not take kindly to a 30 minute paddle into a 15 mile an hour wind in the cold that sucks so i was with with that extra weight and and you know you and i had talked about it i had even considered taking my non-pedal kayak out and said you know i know this place and it might not be a bad idea and i was fucking kicking myself i'm like i was so upset with myself by 6 30 i had actually given nelson a call and saying told him what happened and he kind of talked me through, you know, staying in this tournament. I was yep. pissed. I I was pissed and, and worse. I was in a lot of pain. And I'm like, I, I'm not feeling well. And I, he kind of said, look, just take a breather. See if you can get out of the water. You got plenty of time. Get that thing fixed. And I, I took a breather and I got some fish going in the front end. Uh, they weren't, they weren't, you know, what Derek was catching. He yep. had, at that point, this was now 637 o'clock. He'd already broken 50 inches. It's best three fish. Oh, wow. So, okay. yeah, he he had 50, 53 and a half. Now, here's where this number comes in at 53 and a half. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, I had uh, I had actually gone to grab some breakfast with Nelson. Horrible story, uh, which I'll get into in a minute, actually. It's kind of bizarre. All right. Yeah, really weird. Uh, but he he and I were talking, and I, I, said, I, I said, I think 54 inches is going to be the baseline to win this thing. Like... I'm going out against Derek Brundle. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is this is like, you know, you're in your your local club has a tournament and one of the people in your state happens to be, you know, a golf tournament happens to be Phil Mickelson. You got to yeah, you get exactly. you draw Phil Mickelson to play nine holes with him. That's that's what I was up against. I'm like, "What the fuck?" So uh so I said 54 inches. So so Derek had hit 53 and a half by whatever it was, 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, shit. So I ended up I ended up going to the front end of the pond. I picked up a 16. That was nice. I picked up like a third, couple 13s or so, 12, something like that. And then I picked up a 17. So I said, all right, 30 to 33, whatever, 40. I had 45, something like that in that neighborhood. And I said, oh, okay, I, I, I think I should go address the rudder issue. And I pulled up on shore, popped everything out fixed the rudder and I said, you know what? I, I can't put my upper body through what I just put it put it through. So I said, I'm I think I'm stuck now. I'm now cut in half. This pond is cut in half now. I'm in the front end. I 
it's a little deeper. It's a little op- a little more open, and the weeds are a little lower, so I can use the pedal drive. Yeah. So I stuck on the front end, and so I had that 17, 16. I was sitting there for a while, and then right when I got – I think it was right at first or second cast after I fixed the pedal drive, I went out and just magically got an 18. I was like, okay, okay, I'm in business now. Yeah, I just cracked now it's 50. happening. I, I had 51. So I had 51. Derek had 53. And that was at whatever, eight, nine, nine o'clock in the morning, I think, somewhere around there. That score stayed the same. Derek didn't upgrade. I found out later he was catching fish. He said he caught near to 50 bass. Oh, really? He just just didn't get three bigger than the three he had. So yeah. he was at 53 and a half. At all, yeah. He was he when I when he told me that, the first thought that I had was he got put in the same situation that I got in that tournament a couple weeks ago where I was catching fish, but they just weren't the right size. Yeah. And that it's the worst place to be in because the golden rule is you don't, don't leave, leave fish, fish to find fish. Yeah. And yeah, I think he, I think that's what happened to him. But as, uh, as the morning <laughs> switched over to noon, we only fished till one o'clock. And at noon, the sky opened. Oh, pin. I mean, downpour. I was wearing my wetsuit underneath my beautiful blue hook set hoodlum sweatshirt, by the way. You're welcome, Bill. And uh, <laughs> and I was soaked through so bad that I was shivering with a wetsuit on. I mean, I was shivering. It was awful. Yeah. And it's cold as rain. Yep. And I made a lure decision that I will get into in uh, one of our newer segments that we will be debuting a little later. Yep. Um, I made a lure change. It paid off. And in succession from between 12 o'clock, I think, I think it was 12 o'clock or 12.15, I caught a 16. I said, okay, that's good. My next cast, I caught a 19. Yeah, baby. That brought me to 54 exactly. Yep. And I said, oh, shit. I now have 45 minutes to do whatever I can to upgrade because, you know, it, I, I'm going to say it again. It's Derek fucking Brundle. I know. Like, you, you know what I mean? So <laughs> I had 54 inches. I took the pictures. I put it back. Two casts later, I caught a 20 and a half. Nice. That put me at 57 and a half. I'm not going to say I felt comfortable because with 30 minutes left, Derek moved into the front end of the of the lake. And I said, oh, shit. <laughs> and I said, well, anything could happen in a half an hour oh, with him because he's that sure. good. And nothing, thankfully, happened. I caught another 16 and a 12. I ended up catching 15 largemouth for the day. He said he caught 50. I, I, I don't, dude, it was crazy. I am blown away that I hung with that level of angler and, and managed to squeak it out at the end. I, yeah. I'm a fucking mentally and physically exhausted from today. Um, so I'm on to the next round. And I think the real MVP here is Nelson. Yeah. You know, from he, like dialing it back in and like every everybody needs that uh what the hell I'm 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 having a brain fart. The coach from from Rocky, Mickey. Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> He's your Mickey. He's got to eat your children, Sean. You're a killing machine. <laughs> <laughs> He's your Mickey. What? So Nelson, that being said, watch out, Mr. T doesn't fucking kill you. <laughs> and you're you're standing on on your kayak at the end, holding your arms up, and victory going, Rose me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's my day. I had one that's day of fishing awesome, this dude. week, and it was one of the the most memorable, yeah. insane, 
up and down roller coaster fishing days I've ever had where I don't ever even, it doesn't cross my mind to quit fishing unless there's a major problem. And it, I was, I was thinking about it today. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I just, I, I might have to wrap this up and uh, yeah, I talked to Nelson. He's my guy. He's my yeah. Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> and Andy chimed in a little bit earlier, and he says, Dr. Nelson, fisherman whisperer. Yeah, that that's, is true. That's exactly it. Nelson, I, I don't feel good. I want to go home. And he just went, tsk, tsk, and fucking pinched me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, man. So that's, that's an intense experience. You know, I mean, it's like body of water that, that you're relatively comfortable with you know what i mean you kind of you're, you're familiar with it for sure yep and uh you know it's like you, when you're going up so up up against somebody who's got a track record like Derek has you know and is has really definitely become a name you know <laughs> yeah, you're just no like shit. son of a bitch man so hey good good job good hey you you earned it See, Derek, Derek's one of those guys, you drop him in a body of water and he's got it figured out in a couple hours. And yep. I mean, like I said, it wasn't even a couple hours. He already broke 50. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I came home and did some Facebooking and did some Instagramming and then I just took a nap and woke up. So if I look like a pile of ass for all of you watching, I'm a pile of ass. There's a reason I'm exhausted. Yeah. This was amazing. Now on to breakfast. All right, we, yeah, we do yeah. tend to give talk. Me, give me the details on breakfast. We talk some food here. Nelson and I were very confused. So, okay, is it normal now in the restaurant industry to take Memorial Day weekend off? Is that a thing? It's. I, I, I won't say this. It, it's not a, a thing. You mean where the whole place closes up? Yeah, because you know, like, like, yeah. um, I mean, I, I'm only going to speak for Western Massachusetts because yeah. it is our beloved home. But uh, pizza places generally close on Monday around here. They they do their weekend business, and then Monday, a lot of restaurants and most pizza places are closed on Monday. Yeah, a lot, a lot, uh, a lot of restaurants. That's like the traditional schedule, you know. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if other places do that, but but we went to we had we had made a plan to go to Mrs. Mitchell's kitchen in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I had received the through one each Bobby roast beef. Some hand painted lures from our friend Derek Archioli yes. down at Three Bells. Derek has has begun the the process of uh, I don't know what would you say lure manufacturer. I don't know. He's lure manufacturer. Fun with it. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he's he's dabbling, and yes. uh, and and this is going to benefit uh, a couple of listeners because we're going to be doing. Uh, a giveaway soon and uh we've got a couple of really really nice pieces that we want to show off uh a little bit later when we get closer to the giveaway but uh, yeah he's got some great stuff in fact that that lovely um perch pattern rattle trap that i was throwing that got lodged into my thumb with the yellow perch attached to it and flopping around uh that was one of his hand hand painted crafts and <laughs> tuesday when i was at uh when i was at Wachusett, the first fucking thing i, t- I tied on because I'm like, this thing is nasty, and it will catch fish. Great yeah. action, and it's got, you know, it, it's just, it's a, it's, a, it's a pattern I, I have confidence in. Done deal. Yeah. So you, you when you had picked those lures up from Derek, he yep. had also passed along two lures I asked him to color and say, go ahead and give this give this a go. And he colored them, coated them, painted them, coated them. And then uh, uh, they were to go from your hands to mine, from his hands to your hands to my hands to Nelson's hands. To the receiving party, which is his dad, who asked me to paint these years paint these years ago. I think seven years ago. Wow! And, um, hey, better late than never. 
and I'm a piece of shit. So <laughs> he uh, he will be receiving those lures. I don't think he listens, so I, I think they'll be in his hands before he ever hears of this. But um, probably. Thanks, Manny. Manny hooked me up with some tip ups years ago. I told him I would paint some lures, and yep, it took a while, but they're done. You got it done, and you got them done like legit. They're, oh, they're good. They look they're great. Looking lures. Yeah, they yeah. look great. Big, big uh big saltwater lures so yeah so we stopped at mrs mitchell's i gave nelson the lures and he said they're closed there's a big sign up saying uh memorial day weekend closed i'm like shit i didn't i didn't even think about it because you know for all the good things that go along with google they're uh you know in their businesses you know when you type in a business and it gives you all that information yeah man their schedules are always fucked up i i i don't even know what to say about it the thing so, is, is with like Google and stuff like that, it's it's set it and forget it as long as nothing changes. You know what I mean? Because there's so much maintenance you need to do yep. to keep that stuff together. And like to answer your question, I don't I don't think like taking a holiday weekend is typical for a lot of restaurants. Uh, I do think that when it's a smaller locally owned place, you'll find people that are like, nope, we want to take this time and go out of town. You know, we have enough people, you know, we're going to take a weekend off and go and do it. So sometimes, and it, it can be a crapshoot too. Like a lot of folks, Memorial Day weekend is a huge camping weekend. So there's oh, yeah. a, a lot of people that get out of town. So some folks that are in the restaurant business might be like, we're only going to be as busy as like the folks that are still around. Now, obviously, this year with the weather the way that it was, I'm sure some plans got changed at the last minute. Yep. So well, you know, we had we had continued on to my town, yep, where there was another restaurant that you know can do what I needed to do with food. Yep, son of a bitch, that place was closed too. It said no. closed. We're we're rebooting Memorial Day weekend. We'll see you on Tuesday, and that's when I said, you know what, my wife made potato skins last night. How about I fucking cut those things up, fry them, and then we'll make some eggs just at my house. And he's like, yeah, let's do that. Nice. Because they also had a later open. So we went and grabbed a coffee at Dunkin' for an hour and just bullshitted about fishing and other such things. So I'm like, dude, I, I just made you drive all over fucking Western Mass. Yeah. I'm sorry. Let's go. I'll, I'll cook you fucking breakfast. Freaking crazy, man. What was this place that you were in uh, in, in your area? Called uh Kathy's, I think Kathy's Kitchen oh, okay. or something. It used to it used to be in West Springfield. Moved. Oh, all right. Very nice. Very nice. So we the, we checked that out and they said sorry. There is uh a a pub uh in your neighborhood, right around the corner from you, in fact. Yeah. That uh my favorite uh bartender ever just uh started working full time at. Oh no shit. So yeah, I'll probably be over there periodically okay. with with the wife cool let yeah, me know yeah. let me know when you're over there i'll stop over she's and- a favorite of ours good folks cool man very cool yeah cool so that was my week and that sounds like your week yeah i mean that about sums that up um as far as hot topic did we decide what we we're going to talk about this week for hot topic well we could probably push it like i said this was a we had a we had a hot topic i don't know I've di- I'm in the process of digesting it, but I think mm-hmm. I'm not. I don't know if what I spit back out is going to be really ready for public consumption. I so think I think, I, I think we should use this opportunity to, to lay down a baseline of it, so we can get some feedback from ooh. the listeners and kind of weigh in. So here's what we'll do. I'm going to we'll kind of like mention like how this kind of came up in conversation and like where it sort of went. And what I'd like everybody to do, I'm on my on uh, the Jigs and Bigs Instagram story. I'm going to put up a post uh, with just 
a simple note, basically something, a note saying like, like DM us or whatever, you know, and just DM us your opinions because I'd like to collect those and then have you weigh in and we'll talk about it. So what I want to talk about is, is basically, was this Thursday? I think it was Thursday that this all went down because when you and I were talking, I was fishing, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it was Wednesday night. I think the thing popped up as, as everyone knows, you know, we're involved. The, the hooks at hoodlums have dubbed us honorary members and thrown us in on their pro staff chat. So we can kind of, mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever fucking rub elbows, chime in and network ha- hobnob, hob, whatever hobnob. We're we good hobnob hobnobbers, aren't we? We're a couple of hobnobbers. We, we hobnob with the best of them. If, if you said, but I mean, this, what, what's great is this puts us in a great conversation <laughs> with like Lockwood fishing and, uh, you know, R and R outdoors, wild bill, obviously, yeah. uh, uh, you know, Andrew and Ken, the OGs, Rachel, like everybody is all kind of like communicating. And this goes way off the rails. It goes all over the place. So the yeah. baseline level is this, and I, I don't want to blow up anybody's spot or anything like that, but there was one of the, the pro staffers that did a, a knockout series tournament, right? It was a knockout, right? Yeah. And it was, uh, it was, it was a challenging freaking, you know, tournament. It was just hands down. And there was a comment that had come up about, um, Paddle, uh, or no, I'm sorry, pedal and motor kayaks having an advantage versus a, a paddle kayak. And so far, I'm right on that, right? That's sort of the gist of how it came out, right? Yeah. So this opened up a huge discussion in what an advantage is, what that means, um, if, if it's necessarily true, um, if, if, if we're just having, you know, having this conversation, this discussion, and it's all semantics because it's just, you know, the use of terms, you know, to describe specific elements of, of, I guess, I guess an equation. So this is what I want to know from all of you guys that are listening to the show. It's like, where, where, where do you fit in on that? Somebody with, uh, you know, a pedal drive or a motor versus somebody in a paddle. Is there an advantage? Simply. It, do you consider that to be an advantage? And we'll next week go over and have this conversation. We may very actually, you know, we may end up um, bringing in uh, some guests for this too, uh, depending on how it goes to kind of like, you know, get to the, to, to the nitty gritty of it and figure it all out and, you know, have some fun with it and, you know, try and try and expand minds a little bit. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm not going to get into it now, but it, like I am leaning now more towards the, the semantics thing. Like I'm, yeah. I'm just trying. I think I think it's best to avoid the use as a blanket statement, and yeah. I'm leaning more towards really semantics. Yeah. You know, like what is what does that mean? How how? Yeah, def, you know, define it. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, you know, you know what I mean. Where how does it figure in in the game? Like I told you, you know, if we were to break down in a pie chart, where does that fit in? Where does yep. that? you know, what is the most important factor in being a complete fisherman and making your skills? And we, I'm happy to talk about it, but like I said, I called you up this morning and I was oh, like, yeah. Look, it's, I'm, it's a lot. I, I, it's a lot. I put a, right. Yeah. Now. Yeah. I put, I put my heart into a conversation and I was, and I know, I don't know. I was a little surprised by how blanket the term got. And I think that's where I'm going with it. Yeah. You know what I mean, just let's, let's really look at the term or for my end, what, what does that mean? How does it play into the big picture? Yep. You know, I mean, I don't know. I, I have a whole bunch of analogies I was thinking of. One of oh, them yeah. I thought was really good, you know. But we could talk about that another yeah. time. 
Yeah, we'll get set, there. We'll set the stage. This is our this is new format day one. Exactly. One. Yeah. It's only gonna improve from here. <laughs> I'm so tired. Oh, I want to die. <laughs> so now do you do we want to cover anything for a hot topic this week or you think we should should stop for a break? I think we just set the stage. I think yeah. you know, why don't we do this? Let's look people are gonna see this is this is us working out behind the beef curtain. The beef curtains are open. Oh yeah, the beef why curtain's wide open. Why don't we do this? Because now we have set the stage. Why don't every week for a hot topic <laughs> are they smelly beef curtains? That's horrific. They always are. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, why don't we set the t- set the stage every week for another topic and discuss whatever we talked about last week? So I we think got that's some a feedback. Great idea. We'll talk about yeah, it. We got yeah. some got a hot topic. I want to hear some feedback. You motherfuckers, tell us what's up. You sons dog. of bitches. Yeah, you let yeah. us know what's up. You let us know what the hell is up. Yes. Damn it. Yes. Um, <laughs> other than that. Yep. Uh, um, I think I'm good. Yeah, I think that'll do it. <laughs> so, guys, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back after this word from Old Glory Outdoors. Jigs and Bigs is proud to announce we're being supported by Old Glory Outdoors. They're a veteran-owned company that carries fishing and hunting gear. Plus, they're highly active in supporting veteran organizations and charities. Old Glory is an authorized dealer of favorite rods, FX rods, Guggenbaits, X-Zone lures, Sixth Sense, and many more. There's a brick-and-mortar store located in East Brookfield, Massachusetts, but you can also order online at oldgloryoutdoors.com. They ship anywhere in the lower 48 states or order Order online and pick up at the store. When you order, use the promo code Jigs and Bigs, and you'll save 10% off your complete order. Plus, you'll help support the show. Make sure to check out the apparel line called OGO Gear while you're there. Old Glory Outdoors believes in the slogan "Start 'em Young" to keep kids away from screens and enjoying nature. They've got a full array of live bait too. Check out OldGloryOutdoors.com and use the promo code Jigs and Bigs. Save some money and gear up now. Well, all right, guys, we're back after that uh, short break. Glad you were able to stay with us. Bobby Rose Beef, Sean the Fisherman, it's Jigs and Bigs. Uh, of course, what the hell else would it be? <laughs> That's what we do. Uh, so we have a new segment that we're going to try and put together. We're actually, we have a series of different segments that we're going to be factoring in here bit by bit by bit and uh, and sort of making... Um, Kind of like like sort of organizing the show a little bit better. So we're going to start out here with uh, a brand new segment called Just the Tip. And uh, this is sort of where you're going to get tips and tricks. You're going to get some, you know, I mean, all from, from an, the entire spectrum of going out and fishing. Like this could be, you know, tips in either, you know, uh, cold climate wear. It could be tips for specific tackle. It could be tips about knots. It could be tips about snacks. I mean, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you never know, you know. What kind? What kind of knots? Balloon, <laughs> balloon knots, definitely. The big brown ones; those are the best. Yeah. No, no, they are not. No, they are not. I, I could sign on that shit. <laughs> All right, let's just go ahead and get get into it. So, just the tip. So, Sean has a tip to uh, kind of reveal over us that. Kind of came into play in a in a major way for him recently. Yeah, I, I alluded to this earlier in the show. I wanted to save it for I wanted to save the tip just for you guys. Thanks, thanks for that. <laughs> How many times can we play on that innuendo? I love it's the fact that, that that the newest segment that we have is essentially a glorified dick joke. That I know. I thought it up. So I was so proud of myself. It's perfect. 
you I, like I have to wonder when you see my name come up on uh, on caller ID like oh god what horrible thing about penises does Sean have to say now <laughs> and how how has he worked it into this show there is a there is a short list of people that give me pause when I answer the phone uh, when my kids are in the car you're on that list but you're not the only one <laughs> you're on that list I'm like should I just call him back later should I yeah. and- and I, I'm trying something new with our whole resegmentation. <laughs> I am actually looking at the comments and shutting my mouth about them. And I just want to say that Co- Cody right now is is begging for the tip. He really is. He says, tip us off, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> You're out your tipping point. Co- Cody, I don't want to get going too much. You might get more than the tip. <laughs> Whoo. <laughs> It is just the tip of the iceberg. Oh my god, what uh, the hell? So I like this. We can we can take valuable information and put it into a segment of the show where folks will kind of know about where it is. And some weeks, hey, some weeks you guys might not get the tip. You might not get the tip. <laughs> so you know, you might have something else that kind of sits in this one spot. It's do we the big question is do we have a tip to give you? <sighs> Somebody might even have to reach around for it. <laughs> We're fucking children, man. <laughs> we act like children. Like this is this. My brain is reverted back to seventh grade. <laughs> we we do a podcast, motherfuckers. <laughs> we definitely do. Anyways, oh goodness. As I alluded to earlier, and I actually alluded to this during another recap of another tournament. One of the things I think anglers should always pay attention to is any changes in the environment, especially on days that the bite is tough. Today, the big change was as soon as it started raining, I switched my lures from a jig that I was having some success with to a chatterbait, a bladed jig, Mm. as it is. I did that because I feel, and this is only me, this is just an observation over the years, I feel I draw better strikes with louder, vibrating lures, whether it's a spinnerbait or a crankbait with rattles, something moving fast that's loud, a mm. chatterbait, um, during rain, because the rain's coming down and it's hitting the water, and I think it, it makes it a lot easier for the fish to zero in on that lure without the lure being overwhelming from its vibration. I did that today, and it, it paid dividends. My biggest Massachusetts bass, yep. which was caught years ago, I think it was 2016, mm-hmm. 16, was 6 pounds, 13 ounces. That thing hit a chatterbait during a rainstorm at my boat so that I had to leave. I had to pull line out of my reel because I was lifting the lure out of the water. So that. Oh, that's when it hit. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I almost shit my pants. I didn't know what happened. I thought somebody dropped a freaking, threw a brick at my boat. It was a, it was a bass. It was the biggest bass I've, I've caught in this state. So when you see that shift or if you get out there and it's raining already, maybe start with a vibrating lure. Yeah. 
What are your thoughts on these this this wonderful tip, Bobby Ruskin? Well, I kind of like. It, I think it's just logic. You know, I, I I was I forget who it was that I was recently watching, but uh, the breakdown was about, or the question rather would be, what sense is more important? Like, how important are rattles? Was one of the major things. And while you know, bass. If I'm, if I, I may be confusing this, but I believe. Bass primarily are are sight hunters for the most part. Like if they can see it, that's kind of what they need. However, in situations where their sight would be inhibited, their lateral line lets them dial right in to that kind of vibration. So even though it might not be at the forefront of what they're necessarily looking for, if they have to, especially because of conditions, you know, that definitely helps. But with that said, fish and like there's the you know, a lot of people have this idea in their head that under the water it's silent but there's sounds that are occurring you know and i mean when you're nearby like look at crawfish look at the, the sounds that they make you know i mean these things are are out there so if you have an environment where you have all of this noise coming from the surface like you're talking about with the rain something like that if you have something extra that can like almost grab that their attention I think like there's there's something to be said there, you know. It's just logically, I think it makes sense. And I find this that little tip works really well when you have lakes with uh, with resident uh, like residential lakes. Yep. So if you have a residential lake and there's not a a real or resident anything but lake pond on a river, there's not. A, sometimes they don't have um, a lot of cover or a lot of structure where the fish can hide. So mm -hmm. when they are sitting there on the bottom or sitting somewhere they feel comfortable, they don't, they don't move a lot. And sometimes the sound, because everything's so quiet, they don't seem to really respond well to loud vibrating or rattling lures. Yep. Then all of a sudden that same lake, when it rains, they'll pick up a rattle trap. They'll pick up a, a chatterbait. They'll go after a spinnerbait. You know, I, I've seen that over and over again, you know, again, like we said before the break, I don't want to go with absolutes on fishing. This is just oh, a yeah. tip to try. Yeah. All I can tell someone is it may work. I've seen it work in certain places, but when I when I keep my database, I have a tab that I'm in the process of of filling on my uh, Excel sheet that is every lake and the characteristics of that lake. And one of the categories is silent or not, and that tells me is this a place that responds to a lure that is silent? You know, a senko. Um, mm -hmm a fluke plastics stuff like that or is this a place that responds to vibration i just put silent i just i know what it means it's my database i can do whatever the fuck i want oh yeah <laughs> how do you like that shit That's how do right. you like I'll, them I'll, apples will nobody's nobody's the boss of my database there you go it's so there's there's your tip yeah it's, and it, it is a good tip you know i mean it's, you gotta you gotta think about it especially where you know, if you have a, a quiet day and you throw something that's noisy, like it's going to get their attention. Maybe it's too much attention. You know, maybe having that white noise in the background, it, it allows them to kind of key in a little bit. I, I saw a video recently too about uh, about using um, silent like uh, silent crankbaits. You know, and and using that, but I mean, you know, they still vibrate. You know what I mean? You just don't have they, that that shake wobble. They, they wobble. wobble. I mean, they're. Wobble, wobble, I, I've wobble, been using. Wobble. Yep, just like that. <laughs> just like I've that. Been, I've been using silent crankbaits for probably five or six years yeah. to great success. Actually, I can I can attribute silent crankbaits to the pickerel apocalypse of 2020. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. All but all but one of them on silent square bills, and the other that one was on a chatterbait. Yep. 
So, hmm. so there's your tip for this week, guys. Uh, take and, and do with it what uh, what you would like. Um, I know we do we do have uh, fuck this guy to go over, but before we do, I want to <laughs> drop uh, some info, uh, some housekeeping stuff that we want to go over. Um, mainly having to do with merch. The new merch is out there. Um, go over to jigsandbigs.com, click the merch store right there. We're doing all of our printing and everything through Mantis Graphics now. And uh, the great thing is about Mantis is that they're a locally owned small shop in East Hampton, Massachusetts, and you can actually pick up your stuff if you don't want to ship it if you're local and it's easier for you to, to get over to mantis and pick it up you can go ahead and do so so save yourself a little bit of uh of, of having to wait you know and, and go ahead and grab it locally if that's the case but there are some good stuff on there i've seen actually some pictures of people rocking the new jigs and bigs logo the sean the fisherman shirt and stuff and i'm, I'm psyched that these things are moving man we got three hats there some performance gear, new designs will be coming. You, uh, you heard Sean mentioned before, quote unquote, we, we do a podcast motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> that, that is probably Ooh. going to be a shirt. Yeah. Uh, we also have, I mean, there's, a, there's a couple of things that, uh, we're going to be factoring in there too. And also I have a couple of, uh, artistic needs that, uh, if, if we have uh, any listeners out there that, uh, want to kind of like get involved, I have a couple of shirt ideas and I'm looking to make them kind of fun. And I would like, I'd like to, uh, bring in some, uh, some new art if, if, if possible. So get in touch with us if you'd like to do it. I mean, maybe, maybe we should do it as a contest. Dude. We're gonna get a lot of eight percenters turning in artwork. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and for those for those people who haven't seen Superbad, go ahead and watch that. That's and an old do movie. PayPal. I I myself am an eight percenter. I have to lean on on, on my main man Phil for some graphics every now and again because otherwise you're getting a wiener out of me, and that's it. <laughs> you know what though? For some of these designs, that might be the the that might be what you want. Who knows? There could be you know there could be designs of shirts for. Um, yeah, Nelson about PayPal. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, they do That's take important. PayPal. Yeah. Um, where was I? What was I saying? Oh, as far as like designs, designs. we might have a, a shirt design that's that works all around just the tip or fuck this guy or whatever. You know, I mean, we might have specialty apparel that you can wear for your favorite Jigs and Big segment. I'm just spitballing here, but the world <laughs> just, is our oyster. <laughs> just, just the tip is designed for the eight percenters. <laughs> And for God's sake, don't spitball around them. What we need to do is take a generic like pond map and have like your hand scrawled like instructions on there with the, the your signature compass. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ooh. Yeah, I think that that would be hilarious, man. As a shirt, that would be great. Is that a contour? We could do line? that. Well, I had I had last summer. Is that a contour uh, line or a pube? Well, last summer I had I had. Uh, I had been asked by Nate Nate Shagnon to to tell him like give me a I don't know he asked for a, a walk over on one lake uh, somewhere I think it was on the Cape and I drew it in I think I sent it in three separate pictures and then I just I drew a huge wiener right in the middle I, and his response was simply do I fish the big cock or leave it alone I'm like oh you got to stay away from that. <laughs> Dude, if you have to ask. <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, you can go for it if you want, Nate. I don't know what you're into. Oh, God. That's freaking hilarious. All right. Yeah. That is that is freaking bananas. Let's go ahead and do this. Oh, oh, oh. Bobby. Bye. 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 
right, so it's fuck this guy, but I know you said you, we forgot about something. Oh, he's muting and hacking up a lung now. <laughs> what was yeah, that? Yeah, I wanted to give a couple of shout outs first because this, this, are we, see, this is where, this is where the, the, everyone gets to see us be idiots and learn mm-hmm. this new format we're doing. Yep. Do, do we want to do fuck this guy at the end of segment two? Yeah, I think so. Because that's the main event. Okay. Yeah. So I, yeah, then let me, uh, I'm just going to put a break in. Is that cool? Just go for it. I'm going to leave it as is. It'll, it'll be fine. Oh, 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 yeah. oh okay. whatever. All right. Oh, oh, yeah. They get to see our warts on the beef curtains. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. I don't have a retching sound effect, though. I need one. (laughs) (laughs) Dry heaving. (laughs) I got a quick shout out to a couple of high school lacrosse players that because uh, they are, of course, high schoolers. They are minors. We are not going to name them. When you guys hear this, you're going to know who you are. Uh Oh, look at I got name. I can't put last names. That's what it is. The legality is the last name. Look at this. I, I should probably read and not take naps before this shit, but kids don't grow up to be like me. <laughs> so Nick and Marty on a certain lacrosse team. Apparently, one of their coaches took one of our stickers. They have a, a, a connection to this show and put it on his phone case. And one of these two fine young lads who plays lacrosse but is not very vocal and just goes out and does his thing says, hey. I listened to that podcast and walked away. <laughs> so Really? Yeah. So Nick and Marty, thanks for listening, guys. Don't be like me. You guys kick ass. Yeah, and, uh, be awesome. We will uh, see if we can take the appropriate channels and uh, and get you guys a couple of stickers. Definitely. I think, that's, I think that's just fucking fine. I think they've earned it. Yeah. I do we want to play the fuck, this, the fuck This Guy song again? Fuck it. Do let's to, do it. I can do what I want. You got to be. So, fuck this guy. <laughs> you have you have more of a list this week for fuck this guy than I do, meaning that I've got nothing to bring to the table. Nobody pissed me off this week. Uh, maybe, All right. may, maybe 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 uh, wedding officiants that don't talk into microphones that you provide for them. I'll explain that. I'll throw that in there. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, well, if we're gonna keep fuck this guy at fishing, which is I thought what we were planning yeah, I on, know, let's. I know. We have I have two faceless, nameless phantom fuck these guys one of them i am delivering on behalf of the honorable chris dabari okay friend of the show yep friend of ours yes uh i don't know if you saw on the the vaunted hook set thread today chris was having a hell of a day he's out on vacation like, he got some fishing in he yeah some fishing in. i mean he's like what what three four species already like he's having a great day yeah he's he's yeah. banging it dude so mm-hmm. chris sent a picture to the hook set thread and it was very upsetting because he actually was lucky enough to be towed in on the John Boda rowboat that he had with a motor. Oh, okay. Um, his, his prop on the trolling motor, I believe ingested a solid hundred yards of someone's line that they left in the fucking water, which have, it happens. Yeah. I get it, but you got to try but that much. Is That's bullshit. a lot. Yeah. I swear to God, a half hour after he sent that message, I tangled up in a good solid, I don't know, hundred yards myself on my prop, my pedal drive prop. So Jesus. I actually have to take that apart tomorrow and yep. get the, get the fucking line out of there. So 
to the nameless, faceless gentleman or maybe single guy roaming the Northeast throwing mm-hmm. fucking bales of line into the water. Fuck that guy. It's, it's kind of funny because I had uh, a situation in that video that I posted, the one I made on Thursday that I had posted. One of the things I had got, I had mentioned was that I had hung up on, I, I actually had hung up on some line that had a offset worm hook and a, uh, a white Senko, the unofficial freaking, uh, you know, state motto of Massachusetts. State fish, <laughs> state baby. Fish. Yeah, the state the fish. bloated 500-pound, 12-foot-long white cycle. Rusty hook in it. So I, like, yep. I was able to, it, like, it broke off. I mean, I pulled it all the way back to me, and I was like, cool, I'm going to chuck this. So I'm glad I was able to do that. But it was the first thing I think, and I think on the video, I'm just like, this is what I hate more than anything. I snag on a rock. I snag on anything else. Fine. I snag on somebody's fishing line, and I'm pissed. You know, yep. that sucks. Yeah, uh, when I pulled that up, I, I I thought it was weeds. I thought, yep. well, I really wrapped some weeds around here, and I started I started pulling the weeds off the prop, and that's when I got the line in my hand. I'm like, motherfucker! You knew exactly what was going down from there. And I was pissed. And there was a, a four and a half or five inch. It looked like a, an elongated. It wasn't bloated. It looked yep. like an elongated like drop shot style bait. Oh, you okay. know? yeah. Almost almost looked like a a, a, a big leg drop from. Uh, stretching, stretching lines. lines yeah okay yeah so where it had that flat side and it had kind of a nub well it was hooked up with a fucking shaky head so i don't know what exactly was going on and it seemed yeah. to be about 50 pound 50 pound mono i have no idea i have it in the bed of my truck i'll actually go see if the, the knot tied is worth the shit or if it's just some ass clown out throwing shit around right. that he this wants looks to throw cool. around but <laughs> here's a hook yeah that fuck fuck that at least it wasn't like a a snelled bait hook. You see that sometimes. You're like, what are you, what are you doing, guy? What, oh my god. Maybe, maybe it's time to take up golf. Yeah, yeah. You're, you got the snelled hook and a senko. Stranger things have caught fish, I guess. Right? Yeah. I mean, you know, it could, it could work. You know, yeah. It's not ideal. Oh God. Well, um, only thing I have left, my friend. Yeah. Is a quick review. Very, very quick, and I'm gonna. Minimize my screen here. Look at me. I'm fucking, I'm all technological and shit. You know what? You just uh, reminded me of something. Oh, go ahead. Uh, and so before we get into that, because you, you, you're going to jump over and, and we're going to talk uh, all the tournament stuff that's coming on. I remember what we did on Monday. What'd you do? We went shopping on Monday. We went Holy to Old shit, Glory Outdoors. guy. That's right. We did. And I, and by the way, thank you for finding my coffee mug. I was losing my shit. Oh, I, I had a feeling you were. Sit tight. I, I, I'm going to go grab this box and, and kind of go through some of these. <laughs> Give me a minute. I'll be right back. Bobby is grabbing a box. Uh, should I should I personally put in noise effects for this? I don't want to put a poll up, but I think I could. Sounds like macaroni and cheese. Oh, my God. This is so much stuff. <laughs> Me and uh, me and the listening audience were wondering if you're going to grab that box if it's going to sound like making macaroni and cheese noises. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> the high schoolers here are like, "What the fuck are they high talking schoolers about?" Schoolers are like, "What is that?" <laughs> You'll find out, guys. No, 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 no. This are this is a bunch of the items that are uh, prizes. That's what that's what Sean and I were doing when we went shopping. We bought a bunch of prizes, like. We bought a lot of baits. Um, we bought a bunch of old glory gift cards. Some somebody's gonna win one of these from old glory. 
Sproul Rat. People love the love the Sproul Rat. We got uh, oh look at this. Remember back in the day, Joe was talking about that frog that's got that little Velcro patch on him. The that was my frog. call. Yep, that was his call. Yeah, the boom boom. We've got. I mean, we got chatterbaits. Oh, hang on. We actually even have even better than that. What have we got? We're keeping it. We're, we're throwing out some 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 love there for bog hog. We got some bog hog jigs in here. We got. Oh, we got various chatterbaits. We've got elites, and I know in here we have uh, jackhammers as well. Plus, like, I mean, we got the goods for you. Plastics, all kinds of good stuff. Um, we have. I should, we should make note that these are prize packs. There yeah, are certain things that are packaged packs. together. Yep. Exactly. Bobby and I did a yeah, we did a really good job at seeing, you know, what we know what people like. We also we, have we this Ducket Paradigm spinning reel right here yeah. that pairs up very nicely with this uh Arc Invoker uh spinning spinning rod over here. So that's that's going to a winner. Um first place here is going to just like love this. This is great. Yeah. This is you, really hey, quality stuff. I am super happy and super excited that the people responded and said, we want gear, and that means... War yeah, Eagle. there you go. Yeah. We picked it for you, and we didn't fuck around, folks. No. So we, we, You guys got the hookup. We, we took good yeah. care of you. You want gear? You get the gear. You want... So... Yeah. Yeah. Where, where we're at, this is as of the... I don't even remember. When the fuck did I post that thing? Like, Tuesday? I think it was Tuesday, right? I updated I updated yes. the standings for, jig, for the Jigs and Bakes tournament. I think it was on Tuesday... Folks, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Since that day, obviously, I've been a little beat up and shit, and then today happened. So I will be updating tomorrow on the beautiful holiday, probably over a cup of coffee. Yep. As of the middle of this week, though, first place with 27 points, Matt Menard, who is just firing. Fuck, he's, he's inventing species to fire up there. This guy's a fucking animal. Yeah. Second place, uh, and that is actually, I think he's going to have more of a point total than this because the man just turned in a fucking 26 and three quarter inch chain pick roll. Yeah. That beats that beats anyone I've ever caught. Nice job, Jerry House. That's House, huge, man. Nice job. Hang on. And third place, I believe this is going to change because it may or may, may not. I'm in third place as of Tuesday or whenever the hell I did this, but I, with 19 points, but I think I'm dropping. I also have a couple of fish to put in the uh, any five, which I haven't done so yep. yet. Particularly a uh, twenty point five inch largemouth I yeah, caught today. <laughs> that's not bad. Not bad. Yep. Uh, fourth place. Surprise, surprise, Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> After that, uh, fifth place goes to uh, Brant Rowland. And Brant, I've I, Bobby. I'm going to go into this because I felt go awful about doing this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to mention Brant. I can't remember if he listens or not. Brant is out in the Midwest, absolutely kicking the shit out of Northern Pike, Bowfin, and Smallmouth. Yeah. And I don't know if he just got a little too excited or missed it in the rules, but he was placing the fish upside down, but it wasn't all of them. And I, I felt bad. After the fourth one, I had to call him up. I'm like, dude, please start putting these in the right way. And he did. But I said, hey, man, how you doing? He goes, well, I was good until about 10 minutes ago. I and remember I said, oh, that. Fuck. Yeah, I remember that. I felt that. so bad. So... Guys and gals, everybody involved in this tournament, we wrote the rules 
I am not taking or making this personal at all with anybody if, if something happens. I took points off my own fucking fish, yeah. which I'm going to change a rule on. That carp, I knocked down an inch because the mouth was open. And guess what? You can't close a carp's mouth. It, it's on the bottom. It doesn't matter. So next next tournament, we've got to adjust that rule. It's not personal. I just wrote those rules out. It's for the fairness of everybody. So that one co- one competitor doesn't say, I got docked. Why didn't this one? Yeah. When the same thing happens, I'm keeping this fair and level or as fair as level as I can. And I wrote, they had to be in there a certain way. And unfortunately, Brant must've missed that. And I, I, I felt awful. I seriously disqualified, I think a hundred something odd inches of fish from him. And it was, he had two big bowfin over 20 inches. And oh, I, wow. I, I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. I can't, I can't do this. Cause if somebody else sees it and says, well, this is in the rules. What the fuck? Yep. You DQ'd me an inch on some shit. Yeah. Why is, you know, it, I wrote the rules. I'm staying by them. This is not personal. Please don't take it as such. Take it as a learning experience. I'm asking. Turn around and say, my next fish will be done right. Easy enough. Send me pictures. Send me the pictures. Say, hey, is this cool? You know, I, I, I just want to help. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. And and there's been DMs that have come in through uh, competitors that are in the tournament the, through the jigs and bigs as well. Send those over because any anything that I can't answer for you, I'm going to run right past Sean and, yeah. you know, immediately. So we've been pretty good about getting some of that info. I know that uh, I think it was Matt Menard had uh, reached out uh, with a couple of questions before. And, um, you know, it's like th- that's that's exactly it. If it's something that I'm not 100 percent sure of, I- I'm going to get you the info right from Sean. Yep. So <clears throat> the um, the only other things I want to note on this thing mm-hmm. are. And again, this is as of Tuesday's numbers, but um, dude, I know I was blown away by the largemouth that got put in that is in the beat Sean at largemouth category. I mean, Ted from Three Bells yeah. put in put in a fucking 22 and a quarter. Yeah. That's and that's huge. with his mouth closed. Perfect. perfect. I am so blown away at that fish. I said, holy shit. So right now, Ted's getting that prize. <laughs> Because I don't, I, it can get beat, I, I assume, but that thing is that's 22, a 22 and a quarter. Yeah. <laughs> Legit. Think the monster. Anybody, anybody's using the app, take a look at that fish. It's fucking immense. It's, it's, it's absolutely giant. Yeah. It, 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 it looked at, you know, your largest fish and fucking ate it. Yeah. That's what it did. <clears throat> the other thing, uh, we already mentioned, I think last week, Jeremy Andrews got first to 100. Uh, the first to 200 was Jerry House. He's actually been over for a little bit. And mm-hmm. um, as we've discussed in the past, getting to that 300 mark, I know it can be done at some point. It's a challenge, but it it's can be done. That, that's, the, that's the holy grail. If you yeah. guys, somebody can get to 300. I mean, you're talking, you got to fire in some some alligator gar or some shit. But, or you got to catch everything, um, duplicates of every species. I mean, it's just, you got to do it. It can be done. We've set the stage, folks. Let's see if somebody can break 300. Yep. Like I said, from the chronic trips, the high, the highest we've seen, and that was the saltwater as well, was mm-hmm. 280, and I did it. So I think Jerry's right now at 245, but he's going to get more more inches on the, the pickerel that came in. I mean, mm-hmm. Jerry put up that pickerel. We are seeing some fucking awesome, Amazing. awesome, yeah. awesome fish. 
Um, and the Jerry, last thing, Jerry oh, chimes in here. He goes, yeah, he's like, these multi-species tournaments are fun. He's like uh, targeting fish that I normally wouldn't bother with. And that's that's the beauty of it. It gives like all these different species value. You know? Yeah, he had, he had mentioned earlier in our little sidebar here that uh, Nelson congratulated him on that massive pickerel. And he said, he goes, I've never targeted pickerel before. Yeah. And it's, he goes, I caught 60 of them in two days. That's crazy, man. <laughs> well, they'll, they'll bite. If it's oh, yeah. shiny, they'll fucking take a, they'll take a swing at it. They don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, as of right now, so we we had we had some loose goals, and one of them going into this tournament, I had said, you know, please taper your expectations. I don't want you to get fired up and fucking we miss a goal and you punch me in the face. You said fifty people, right? You wanted fifty. I did. I was like fifty. I think would be a great target. Do you have the app up? I do. If you don't, I do. Tell me how many people are on there, Robert Prosciutto. Forty-eight people. We're pretty damn close to your That's goal. Awesome. I think. That's huge. I think I'm. I think I'm avoiding a punch. When I when I looked at it and it said forty-five, I'm like, by the rules of rounding up, that's fifty. Like, so Fuck yeah. I'm I'm completely content with that. What blows my mind is three hundred seventy-one <laughs> catches, and and that's going to be three seventy-five by the end of the night because I'm putting in some fish. But yeah, dude, I have been. This has been a second job. Judging all these fish, like oh yeah. If my kids have something going on, I bring my laptop with me and I'm just judging fish, which is fine. But holy shit, you people are putting in fucking tons of fish. Like what? We got to get you like an iPad Pro or something, like a large uh, tablet, so you can you can be a little more. I use my tablet. I'm good. Oh, all right, okay. Oh yeah, because I I can't. I don't do it on my phone, so that's why. So contestants, just a little 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 more behind the beef curtain here. I don't judge these things on my phone because I don't want to fuck up. You guys are getting more than a fair shake. Yeah. I do them all en masse when I have like 20 or 30 of them to do, and I do it on my laptop. So sometimes I'll hotspot my phone in the car while I'm waiting for the kids to finish up whatever the fuck they're doing, and then I, I'm i just judging. It's my job. Sean the Ch- fisherman Ch- judge guy. Judgment day, Sean. <laughs> I like you it. know what happens on judgment day, right? Oh, yeah. Just the tip. <laughs> Just the tip. <laughs> Unless it's. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Yeah. All right, Jerry, I did misspeak a little bit, but like Jerry's asking about what did I mean? Multiple of same species towards the hundred inch marks. So you're going to get to a point where you're going to top out. If you're, you know, if you're a Northeast angler, there's only so many 20 something inch pickerel you can get. You're going to yeah. get. You're going to get up to 125 inches, maybe, like legitimately, especially freshwater, right? So at that point, now you got to start looking for shit like, you know, he's Jerry's done a really good job, job with all the different trout species. Yep. But you just got, what I meant was you're going to have to start really checking the boxes on fish that are in this area and catch one of each species and then just trying to, trying to upgrade within there. Maximize. I misspoke. Yeah, exactly. I misspoke, Jerry. I'm sorry if that was confusing. Catch a lot of fish is the bottom line and turn the fuckers in. Yeah. I mean, really, that's kind of it. Just put the blinders on and keep casting. That's keep it. Casting. That's it. Just don't leave your line in the water or else you'll end up on a segment. It's true. <laughs> Fastest way to end up on a segment. Oh, what are you doing? See this? I'm unspooling all this line and just throwing it into the water. Yeah, fuck. Bobby Rose Shit. Beef is going to have a fucking coronary over it. <laughs> well, I already caught Dabari and Dominic. Let's get a fucking roast beef. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. That... 
is all I have, my friend. Oh, it's not. God damn it. Jesus, I'm a liar. I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, all right. Go on. Also currently open for registration on Fishing Chaos. Yes. The Chronic Trips June Tournament. Where this is different from the Jigs and Bigs Tournament, because obviously we have, I mean, we've grown up with Chronic Trips as a, as a podcast. I yep. think that's fair to say, right? They're our buddies. We're our, we're, I'm the director for both. We're all, we're friends. Yeah. We're friends. Sometimes there's more than the tip involved. Well, What? No, 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 go on. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was the kind of relationship we had going here. It's been a year. Yeah, um, it's true. It's been a long year. It's been it's been the COVID decade. It has been the COVID it's, decade. It's a fucking COVID decade. Oh. Chronic Trips does a multi-species with fresh and salt water. Easy enough. Big Jigs and Bigs is just fresh water. So if you're a saltwater angler... Maybe consider the same the, uh, the the chronic trips. The prizes, guess what? They're all from Old Glory. Yep. We're doing the same thing. The only difference between these two tournaments are the fresh and salt water difference, mm-hmm. and or excuse me, not, I don't want to I don't want to misspeak. The addition of saltwater species to the jigs and bigs tourney. To, God damn it! To the, the addition of saltwater. Bibbidi bobbidi boo! The addition of saltwater species to the chronic trips tournament. They are both the same price they are both a month long they are both run by the same idiot and (laughs) and what else and all the prizes are bought from old glory we do include we try to include some of the saltwater ones from from old glory so same same format we are sister tournaments brother tournaments we're the same so if you don't saltwater fish take a month off or get into it give it a try get out the salt get it it's okay in chronic trips to get a charter. It's okay to do that in jigs and bigs. We don't really give a shit. Yeah. We want we want to see people out fishing, taking care of the environment. We should do a charter for the we chronic could. trips tournament. Oh my god, everybody's gotta wear speedos. It'd be so good. Oh, you don't want to see this in a speedo, man. Dude. Maybe although have. yeah, fine, you've twisted my arm enough. <laughs> wow, that was easy. <laughs> Fucking where, where's your where's your retching noise? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's the French Canadian oh, in me. It just it's natural. You know? uh, yeah, dude. I, I ever tell you one of my one of my deployments. We had some uh, some compatriots from France staying with us. Oh, and they they came out to the pool one day. And they were very very proud of their speedos. I'm sure that they were. And I was very proud to get the fuck out of there. I'm like, all right, <laughs> I'm good. I don't need to see this. This you guys are you smuggle your grapes elsewhere, guys. Oh. This is good shit. <laughs> You got the double tap right there. That's what that was. Yeah. Great yep. smuggler. <laughs> there, there's our next T-shirt. Right on the it. front, grape smugglers. And on the back, we do a podcast, motherfuckers. Bibbidi bobbidi boo. <laughs> I freaking love it, man. That's we should do that though, because I, I don't think I've done any saltwater fishing since we've been doing the podcast at all. So we should we should go coastal and 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 get on get on a, on on the salt. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Um, Perfect. The July jigs and bigs tournament I think is going to be cool. Yes, and July yeah. will be actually running the month of July. We've we're straightened it out. I can just I, I'm good now. It's in fishing chaos, so yep. I can just make the make the thing up, and we're good to go. Yeah. Duplicate that tournament. 
Um, we might, I think you and I should probably have a breakfast at Mrs. Mitchell's and talk sure. about the species because there were a lot that were not turned in. We could also run with this format for the year and mm-hmm. then make adjustments for next year. I don't really give a shit. Yeah. You're the boss. We'll see. Let, I just, we'll see how it, uh, how, how, how the listeners weigh in. Maybe we'll use a poll. And then we'll, we'll, we'll take that into consideration and figure out how it works. I mean, so far, I think it's been running pretty well, but uh, I'm always game to, you know, to improve on something in, in any way that we can. So we'll go yes. ahead and make it happen. Cool, man. I'm, I'm down. Dude, that's awesome. <clears throat> this is going to be is- great. It's going to be a really, really good summer. Like, I've got some crazy stuff on deck, uh, you know, work-wise, which is not a, not a problem at all. Uh, but I'm super excited for what's coming up this summer. Like I'm ready to kick things into high gear. Speaking Are of you- high gear, I got to get down to TBO soon. I'm gonna yes. get I'm gonna get in touch with them. We're gonna set something up. Uh, I think there was some rumblings already about that. I we can talk about that yeah. off air. Yeah, but, I love it. Yeah. So yeah, man. Anybody who's interested, Chronic Trips is open for registration. It starts on the first. Uh, jump in on it. Fresh and salt water. It's a blast. Again. Uh, the other that was the other difference I wanted to mention uh, the the difference in charities where proceeds are going. Oh yeah. So it's not so basically uh, the money that comes in that you you spend your hard earned money on to jump into these tournaments. We it's you know half of it goes to a charity of either Chronic Trips or Jigs Big's Choice depending yeah. on who's running the tournament. The other half goes into the prizes and it is all gear. Yep. So it works out. Um, nice. We. Yeah, we did get some good feedback on the chronic trips with the gear last time. Yep. And I believe we're going to I think we're going to have some really good feedback on ours too. So, yeah, we're just going to so. keep doing it, man. Yeah. It'll be fun. And I think I think for I don't know maybe for July, but there is something I want to definitely talk to you about doing in addition to a tournament if we can do that within. So, I'll give you an example. Well, let's say we're in a monthly tournament, maybe we pick one weekend and we do like a numbers bass tournament. Like a catch them all style, something like that. Um, oh, you're gonna help me judge. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no. In fact, I would even recommend that we bring in a few other people for that weekend, and you know, make it a thing, and just like, okay, let's judge them all. Boom, doom, boom, nope. boom, boom, boom. Nelson's offered. He's already judging yep. for us for MAKB, so we can bring him in, and I can train you pretty easily on it. Yeah. It's it's good shit. Yeah, yep. I think that would be awesome. You know, and do something like that just to add like a little bit more of like a oh shit. So this weekend, this is what it is. We can promote the hell out of it, make it cool. You know, and there's other stuff too that we're just talking about, uh, you know, spitballing, like I mentioned events, you know, I've got some irons in the fire that could be very, very cool. (laughs) Very, very, very cool. One of my, one of my goals, and I'll share this with you guys is to start doing some events, but also set this up so that we can do jigs and bigs live, like actually go into a, a venue uh, with listeners and record a show that live streams to the patrons, uh, you know, at the same time and like do all this stuff and make it amazing. So working on it, we're working. We have, yeah, we have some major things in the works. Yeah. I, 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 I can't even say what the title is of one of them because, Oh God, it's, it's too good. It's, I, sh- I shouldn't have fucking said it. And you were like, I hate it, but it's perfect. It's so and I was perfect. like, I hate myself for saying it. I, we all hate it. Uh, Wild Bill was surprisingly happy about it. I don't know what that was about, but he we'll find it. out in the future. Yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. play it by air. So let's go. If that's all, all we've got for this segment, let's go ahead and kick to our next uh, uh, break, and then we'll be back for our outro after that, guys. Guys, we will be right back after this short message from Three Bells Outfitters. 
Jigs and Bigs is proud to announce that we're being supported by Three Bells Outfitters. Located in Smith Cove on the Niantic River, TBO is Connecticut's premier paddle sports retailer. They're a full service shop specializing in kayaks and paddle boards for everything from recreation to tournament fishing. Three Bells is an authorized dealer of Hobie, Jackson, Feel Free, Native, and Bonafide kayaks, as well as many paddleboard brands. Not sure of what kind of SUP or kayak you want? TBO offers free demos of all brands. Want to go for an extended test drive? They have a full service rental facility on site. Three Bells also offers a complete rigging service for your kayak with such brands as Yak Attack, Yak Gear, Burley Pro, Yak Power, Torquedo, and more. The sky is the limit. You can visit Three Bells Outfitters in person or online at threebellsoutfitters.com. They ship anywhere in the lower 48 states or order online and pick up at the store. Can't make it to the store to pick up your kayak or worried the freight company might damage your purchase? Three Bells Outfitters offers a white glove delivery of kayaks within a 225 mile radius of their store at a rate less than typical freight carriers. They will deliver your kayak, set it up, and answer any questions you may have. Be sure to follow them on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to tell them Jigs and Bigs sent you Three Bells Outfitters because life is better on the water. So we, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm recording this right now because Sean and I are doing a little, a little pre-production meeting right now with uh, a little couple of other side projects that are sort of happening for Jigs and Bigs. And, uh, there is a call coming in. So Sean, I'm going to patch this in because this is an international call and I have a feeling this could get interesting. Either that or it's going to be very, very, very dull. I don't know. Let's see. So let's go ahead and patch this in and see what we've got. All right. Hello, Jigs and Bigs. Hello, boys. It's Howie. Well, talk about a, 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 a sound for sore ears. Howie, how have you been? Haven't heard from you since that voicemail uh, when you were out, uh, well... <laughs> I guess traveling uh, the the great uh, Russian countryside. I've been greatly enjoying my holiday. We're here at Lake Krasnoy, fishing for Baltic sculpin, Caspian kuturi, Abrau sprats, sturgeon, bulbler, kaluga, char. I love char so. Muscular char. Oh my. Sorry. Howie, you, you've been gone a little while. I, I have to say we're we're a little concerned, and not only are we concerned, um, Three Bells is actually pretty pissed off at us because <laughs> kind of did put a damper on our relationship with them a bit. Yeah. We feel um, pretty responsible for losing you. So I have some serious questions you know, I, I'd like to give you a chance to kind of explain yourself first beyond the fishing. Who are you with? What's going on? And did I or did I not see your name attached to a news article in the New York Post regarding vodka made from apples in Chernobyl? You want you, you got something to say about this? Well, um, where do I start? I'm with Alexi still, just outside of Moscow. We've been comparing rods Sing whose is stouter. Which one has a faster tip? I found Alexei to be quite intimidating. But I've been able to handle it. 
He's been very good with me. Howie! Who do you on the phone with? Get over here. You've left my rod unattended for far too long. Is, is everything okay over there? Howie, Alexi, are you on the line? Boys, boys, it's Alexi. <laughs> oh, here we Sorry, go. Uh, it's been a while. I got caught up riding bareback on a pig in the middle of Vladivostok. And I still have Howie with me. <laughs> Howie, pick up that tray, put it back of the truck. So is uh is is Howie doing well over there by you? You know you know taking taking good care of you. Uh, you know is everything everything good? Howie is fine. I apologize. I have to keep him a little longer. We ran into a group of Baltic Scalpin and Caspian Cotton, and of course two uh, beautiful accompaniments, uh, Nadia and Olga. <laughs> Olga's yeasty and trims her bush like beard of linen. Okay, I, I I know that Howie Howie is a ladies' man, so I'm sure he enjoys that. Oh yes, you know it. Nadia is slim and well traveled, and extremely passionate about wine. I enjoy nightly watching her imbibe it, slowly getting ready to submit. My God, sounds like one hell of a trip. Well, I mean, if everybody is you know good. Is there any time that we can expect Howie to get back stateside? Uh, Alexi, will you be coming back with him? It would appear I feel as if my travels must extend further. There are other places I must experience. Grow in, if you know what I mean. I don't want to know what you mean, Howie. What I want to know is who's coming back to pay this $400 sex hypnotism podcast bill? That was the premium service? Not like I'd know. Who's going to pay this? It wasn't me this time. I don't know anything about that. Sorry. Bye. Howie, get back over here. Lift that crate. Olga, pitch me some colodits. Boys, you like colodits? Huh? What, what exactly are colodits? Come on, colodits. It's pike aspic. Delicious. Delicacy here. Really? Well, I'll have to take your word for it. It's nothing that I've ever had, but, uh, and I'm pretty adventurous. Don't drop those bottles! Sorry. Bad, uh, bad things were about to happen. And I mean real bad. Like, big time bad. Like, nuclear bad. Possibly. I don't know. <laughs> nuclear bad. Yikes. Well, uh, one thing that would definitely help kind of smooth the situation over, uh, either Alexi or Howie, if you guys could contact, uh, specifically, if you guys could reach out to Lauren over at Three Bells, let her know everything's good. We're going to do the same, but I, I know she would love to hear from you. And I'm sure Interpol would, <coughs> would as well. That's true. That's a good point. I don't know what you're talking There's nothing nefarious going on here. Just a little vodka, you know, taken from Chernobyl. You know, we make it from the apples over there. They're amazing. They have great, great side effects, if you know what I mean, fellas. <laughs> I'm would. going to send some of these bottles to Lauren at Three Bells. Give her my best wishes. And perhaps maybe some... What got to Wild Bill for the rattlebugs that just arrived out here at the camp via a donkey? Wow! So you got that? You have the the highly sought after rattling bugs. That's that's something uh, interesting. How all this kind of stuff is tying together? 
Of course, don't forget to let Wild Bill know. I'll see him soon and bring my wild worm. Oh, 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 really now? Okay. We'll, we'll be sure to pass along that message. Um, he's probably going to listen to this and then shut it off immediately and then take a, uh, a shower where he does a lot of crying, but that's okay. Uh, I hope it's a hot shower. Steam. <laughs> Steamy, okay. Um, let, let, let's get, get back on, on, on track here. So we're looking at about, about another six months, uh, before you're going to be back in, in the area, how we, uh, you know, there's, there's some, some big things that are going on for jigs and bigs. Um, are, are, are these things, you know, are you going to be able to take, take some time away to, to do some work remotely to help us out? Or we, we kind of left kind of holding the bag here. Perhaps when I make my way to Australia, I'll pick up a laptop again. And consider your offer. Okay, we'll we'll, t- we'll take that. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Just uh, you know, be safe. We don't want to uh, anything to happen. I mean, you're sort of you're sort of our responsibility, and I kind of feel like we we may have legitimately dropped the ball a little bit, having you run off internationally with what sounds like an alcohol and who knows what else smuggler from Mother Russia. Uh, uh, hold on, hold on. Sorry. A bobcat? No, don't drink that vodka. I can't feel it. I can't feel my toes. What is going on over there? We've been joined by a third. It would appear, hopefully not that long, that bugger Jeremy Wade tried to get in on my action. Oh, it's getting real. It's getting real in Russia. Okay, I, I see. I see how 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 it's going. Well, I mean, I, I appreciate the call, Sean. Do you want to jump in here at all? We all know that Jeremy Wade filmed that episode of River Monsters in one of the rivers coming out of Chernobyl. Apparently, there's some sort of illicit activity going on with Alexi and vodka. I don't want to know about it. Yeah, I I, I gotta ask you, what the hell is Bobcat Goldweight doing over there? How did this all get connected? Yeah, yeah. How do we gotta know? Uh, yeah, I, I just like I don't know how I got here, but I'm here, and there's Vodka. And these guys have been like really cool to me. <laughs> Let me fish, and I like to eat fish heads. My mother's name was Fishhead. Let me tell you a story about a little boy. Nobody loved. And nobody let fish. And he's pick on them. Like, why don't you know how to fish? Why don't you know how to fish? And they beat the shit out of him. <laughs> okay, boys, we got to wrap this up. We've got to finish loading vodka. I mean, uh, no, bobbers. Bobbers. For cousin Wojtek, you know. And then, uh, Bobcat, get over here. Olga and Nadia want to play Guess That Fish. Followed up by a round of St. Penisburg. Turn our medium light rods to extra heavies. <laughs> I'm like, hi, ladies. <laughs> How about you call me Sweet Chuck tonight? Did that guy just say St. Penisburg? He sure did, Sean. He sure did.
Well, guys, this was an interesting show. Chock full of all kinds of good information for you to uh, make something uh, out of. You know, we reviewed what was going down with the week. Sean shared an amazing story about what would happen on the water today as we record this uh, up against Derek Brundle in a knockout match. I mean, it was unbelievable. And, uh, you know, we also, we got uh, some other good feedback too. You know, we had just the tip. We had a segment for fuck this guy. And then we had, we, we got, <laughs> some house clean, housekeeping done too as far as you know regarding merch and tournament updates and everything else things that are going on so yeah, I would say this is a win all around but I the, the real like cherry on that was that phone call from Howie and Alexi what the hell is the story there and why like I'm still confused on why Bobcat Goldthwaite was there what the hell is that all about? How he owes us money. A lot of he's money. been he seems to be in some sort of slave labor relationship with Alexi. There are two women with possibly loose morals. <laughs> or yeah, questionable morals at best. And it all seems to be centered around radioactive vodka from Chernobyl. I don't I'm going to make this shit up. You know, I've heard I was part of this call and I'm I honestly kind of blocked it out like it was, you know, PTSD, you know, just like a <laughs> memory blank. I, I don't want to think about this. I just want that fucking bill paid. Yeah, because I paid it. Yeah. You know, he owes me fucking you know, money. <laughs> I can't believe it. Um, So uh, hopefully you guys, you know, got some enjoyment out of that. Uh, We'll see what happens as far as. What's going to happen with Howie and Alexi? I'd love to get them both here fishing. I don't know if that's going to ever happen, but, uh, you know. Do we, do we want that? Do we really want that? It's kind of like. I, at this point, I kind of want Howie back so we can get rid of him and ship him back to three pounds. Yeah, he's, let, me, let him be their problem. <laughs> he's a real fucking pain in the dick, that he, he one. He kind of is. He kind of is. Very, very strange individual, but. Great hey, show. remember that time? Remember that time we hired an intern and he went to, you know smuggle fucking alcohol made from you know plants growing on the worst nuclear disaster in the world you can google this guys this is real like you can google this and there's like news articles about this what is it apple vodka yeah yeah it's like some russian apple vodka this is real we talked to other podcasts and they're like yeah i had this intern he smelled like weed in the morning sometimes we get this this is what we get, yeah. <laughs> International, like, oh god. <clears throat> I, 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 I yeah, we don't. Then I don't hear. I don't hear anybody else saying. So, did your intern run to Asia with Bobcat Goldweight? <laughs> no, no, ours, ours didn't. As a matter of fact, and this is the best part is because here's here's Lockwood. He goes, sounds like my kind of party. <laughs> Oh God! It's, I'm telling you guys, like, Cody, the show wait, is something. Just you know, just you know. That's just you know. I just that's all I got. Yeah, I'm I'm tired from today. I know. Uh, I'm gonna go to bed. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Even though you're probably listening to this at six o'clock or seven o'clock on Tuesday morning, and you're riding to work. <laughs> Good night. Fuck it. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs>
I love it. I love it, guys. Well, uh, we might as well just go ahead and wrap things up, guys. Thanks so much for everything. Remember, if you enjoy this podcast and uh, you want to help us out a little bit, there's a couple of things that you can do. You can become a member over at our Patreon. That's what we call our lovely jig heads. They're awesome. Uh, you can just do that by going to jigsandbigs.com and clicking on the Become a Patron button. It'll bring you right over, set you all up. Um, that is one direct way to kind of support the show and, uh, and, and kind of, uh, show us, uh, a little bit of, uh, support. Um, and then you could also review our show, make sure that you subscribe and follow. You can follow us and subscribe on, uh, on, on Spotify as well. But if you're on specifically for our listeners, the majority of you guys listen on Apple podcasts, give us a review, you know, let us know what you think of the show. If you have some suggestions or anything, we're glad to take that kind of info into uh, consideration. So, you know, get on that. And if you come across any vodka or any liquor made from things that grew in Chernobyl, for God's sake, don't drink it. <laughs> that should have been the tip. That really, I mean, really, it's it's the greatest tip of all. Yeah. It's the greatest tip of all. Guys, I think that's going to about do it for this show. Yeah? All right. Take good care of yourselves. We'll see you guys in seven days. There, Catch some fish and uh, sign up for that Chronic Trips tourney. All kinds of good stuff lined up. Take good care of yourselves, everybody, and uh, enjoy your week. Tight life.